0: The Golden Mike Podcast is presented by SeaDeck Marine Products. SeaDeck features non-absorbent, closed-cell, PE, EVA-blended foam that delivers the perfect combination of comfort, safety, and style. For more information, check out www.sedeck.com. That's S-E-A-D-E-K.com. Your boat deserves SeaDeck. Hello, everybody, and thank you for tuning in to episode 113 of the Golden Mike Podcast. As always, I am the noise of the North, Dan of the Mano, this time recording today's episode from my Windy City studio here in Chicago, Illinois. You've been asking for it. You've been waiting for it. Here it is, your bi-monthly dose of audio sunshine. Today's episode is brought to you in part by Boulder Boats. Check out boulderboats.com today to see a full inventory of the latest new and slightly already loved boats in stock. The professional staff of lake lovers like Dan Lee and Neil Wahlberg are always ready to help you move into the fun zone on the water. So stop by into any of Boulder Boats' three locations, California, Arizona, or Nevada, or see it all online at boulderboats.com. Hope you're all staying warm out there. I'm coming off a big week, folks. I was at the annual Chicago Boat RV and Sales Show, a.k.a. The Chicago Boat Show, myself, my good pal, the king of pop, Jared Meyer, my girlfriend. We were in the house promoting Twin Lakes Corn Fest over at the Centurion Boats booth with our friends at Twin Lakes Marine and Holiday Lake Marine. We were stoked they opened it up, let us spread the word. I want to give a big shout out to everyone who stopped by the Corn Fest booth and showed their support. Our booth was jumping All weekend long with people playing our brand new custom Cornfest Plinko board and I was even out there showing kids, well, let's face it, grown men too, how to rip sick yo-yo tricks around the clock. We were handing out Save the Dates for Twin Lakes Cornfest, which is an event I helped found and organize. It's held up in Wisconsin, where I grew up skiing, and it's a new school throwback style water ski event celebrating classic traditional water skiing with a new school twist. We gave out so much swag, we had Cornfest t-shirts, we had custom Dunkin' Cornfest yo-yos made by Dunkin' Toys, super special, super limited, we had Centurion swag, it was great, but don't fear, I still found time to record this week's episode. Now, I've been to quite a few boat shows in my day, so I thought going into this year's Chicago boat show, I knew what to expect. I figured I'd set up shop, talk to a few dealers, maybe get an interview with a pro if I was lucky, but man, was I in for a real treat. I was surrounded by the who's who of the industry's top dogs all weekend long, and I got to interview every single one of them. Today's show features a stacked all-star lineup of boat dealers, industry leaders, and professional athletes and more. I walked booth to booth Friday evening and Saturday evening of the Chicago Boat Show. I captured some light conversations with the likes of... Ollie Jerome over at the Malibu Boats Munson Ski Booth. Nate Reed was over there. He's the Malibu rep for the area. I stopped over at the Hayday Booth. I met up with Mr. Dylan Miller. I went over to Hyperlight. Rick Skinner was in the house. Rusty the Bone Crusher Malinowski was in the house. John Travers was there for HO Skis, professional water skier himself. My good pal Mark Ruck will be on today's episode, the local Ronix and Radar rep, Travis Robinson. Uh, one of the most listened to episodes ever from 2018, Adam Winsink was there for Nautique. I stopped by, talked to the VP of sales for Super Moomba, Dan Miller. Brooks Wilson, former pro skier, now brand manager over at Radar Skis. Matt Munson, one of the owners over at Munson Ski & Marine, and Chris Sullivan with Mastercraft Boats. Man, that is a lot of names, but we got some good stuff. Before we do get into it, I wouldn't be doing my job if I didn't remind you all to please continue to spread the word about this. The Golden Mike Podcast. You already know there's no other podcast in the toad water sports industry that has continued and continues to deliver high quality water sports specific content for a half decade straight and now. Going on a half dozen. Be sure if you're not already subscribed, to subscribe to the Golden Mike Podcast on iTunes or the Apple Podcast app and tell all your friends and family members to do the same. And after you listen to the show, please take a minute to rate it five stars. We're up to a hundred and five five-star ratings and 70 written reviews. But if you all take one minute to review the show, We could just as easily get into the thousands. A five-star rating helps increase the visibility of this podcast and in turn helps grow the toad water sports industry as well. So let's all grow together. And just so you know, if you take the time to write a review, I'll take the time to read it right here on this podcast. Imagine this. The same vocal tones that have announced Harley Clifford to multiple world titles or the first 1080 in competition from the bone crusher, Rusty Malinowski. It's me, Dan on the Mano, now reading your review for the Toad Water Sports world to hear. And if that isn't motivation enough, I'll even personally send the next five reviewers a free Golden Mike podcast, Beanie, for your efforts. Believe me. You're going to love this golden thread on your head. It's no doubt unbelievable. Just shoot me an email and a screenshot of your posted review to Golden Mike at NoiseOfTheNorth.com, and I'll be happy to send you a cool new skull cap to keep your head warm all winter long, baby. Oh, yeah. And as a reminder, you guys can also listen to the Golden Mike podcast on SoundCloud. Google Podcasts, and a wide array of podcast listening apps on Android devices, as well as on my very own website, noiseofthenorth.com. You can also follow the Golden Mike Podcast on Facebook. You can follow me personally on Instagram, at DanoT Mano, on Twitter, at the golden underscore Mike, to stay up to date on all the latest Golden Mike Podcast news. Our first guest of this first ever Boat Show cast is none other than the pride of Canada himself. His voice has been heard here on the podcast multiple times, including in his own episode something like 80 episodes ago. From Coteau Lac, Quebec, Canada, it's Ali Jerome. So without further ado, let's get into it right here on the Golden Mike podcast. Ali Jerome, welcome to Chicago and uh, happy Boat Show, Ali.
3: Thanks, Dano. Thanks for having me, Chicago.
0: Yeah, so hey, is this your uh, first show of the year? What's going on?
3: Yeah, first show of the year. First time in Chicago, actually, so I'm pretty excited.
0: Okay, so uh, here we are, beginning of January, um, winter. Uh, winter by you. you. You up in Canada this winter, or did I hear you've been spending some time in the, the States?
3: I am. I'm in the Northeast for the winter. Um, I just moved into New Hampshire with my girlfriend for six months, and uh, yeah, it's been pretty good so far.
0: So how different is New Hampshire from Coteau du Lac, Quebec?
3: Well, I'm not gonna lie. We're not far from the coast, so it is quite a bit warmer. The snow doesn't stay as long. It doesn't snow as much, so it doesn't remind me of a real winter. But it is winter. It's still pretty cold, just not Canada cold.
0: So I know you've been on the board, but on the snowboard, you've been on the water at all?
3: I have not wakeboarded in a few months, which is pretty usual for me. Every winter, I take some time off the water at least at least a month or two. Um, but I'll be heading to Australia here late, mid-late February.
0: Yeah, are you thinking about doing a little Moomba Masters this year?
3: Um, I'm not sure if I'll be there for Moomba, but I'll definitely be doing some riding at all the cable parks over there. And uh, Fallo has one of these new uh, sick Axises over there. Can you say that, Axises? Yeah, hey, say whatever you want, brother. I'm still learning my English, Dano.
0: Oh, you, oh, no, I thought you were worried about if it was okay to say Axis on the if it was, like, a sponsor or not.
3: Oh, no, no, no. I was just saying, like, how do you say an Axis boat plural? Do you say Axises? I think it's Axis boats. Axis boats, okay. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, something like that.
0: Okay, so last year you, you we didn't see you too much crazy on the contest. You were a little bit here and there, right? You But it, it didn't seem like your main focus. What about moving into this year? You, you got any ideas of, of goals or anything?
3: Um, I mean... Last year, my goal was to do more quality and less quantity. And I think, I mean, that's kind of been my thought process, I guess, for the last two or three years. And I think I'm going to go with the same thing this year. I used to do like 20, 30 contests, boat, cable, winch, whatever it was, double up, uh, rails on the jet ski, whatnot. So instead of trying to do everything at once, I've just been trying to enjoy riding itself a lot more. I still love to travel. I just try and do it a little bit less. And um, yeah, I'm still going to try and do as many Malibu events as I can. So Rider Experience, Just Ride Tour, the Tennessee Wake Fest, uh, Factory Pro. So I haven't seen any schedule yet for 2019, but I'll, uh, I'll have a look and kind of pick what I want to do and then go from there. Well, keep me posted. And hopefully I'll get to, uh, have have those same liberties and get to pick and choose what I want to do this year. We'll see. Well, you know what, Dano, you shouldn't get the pick because let the people pick and the people wanna hear your voice at Wakeboard events, so I think the people should have what they want. Hey, the people's
0: choice. So what do you think of Chicago, first of all? Have you gotten any time in the city
3: yet? No, I've never really been downtown Chicago. I've been like in the suburbs area and I had some deep deep dish pizza, which is amazing, by the way. I'm sure you've been Oh I know many times. Um, but, yeah, I'm looking forward to kind of venture off and see, like, a restaurant or two and maybe catch a drink or two with you somewhere eventually. Okay, we're going to try to make that happen. So we've been walking around. We actually walked around the boat show together a little bit. And
0: um, so since you're my first interview of this uh, boat show cast, I've never done a boat show cast, but since you're my first interview, you saw a couple of the guys. Who who are you excited
3: to see who's at this boat show? Well, I was excited to see Dylan Miller earlier. Mr. Um, Mr. Dylan Miller, um, who just got married last December with his lovely wife, Ariel. If Ariel is listening to this, shout out to this beautiful lady, Um, which was cool. That was a really nice moment. I saw Rusty earlier. I saw Mr. Brooks Wilson, Mr. Ruck. I'm looking forward to seeing his younger, bigger brother, Mark. Um, Who else is coming? I don't know. Chris Sullivan, Sully, he's here. I haven't seen him yet. You're a slalom ski fan, right? Oh, John Travers the slalom skier is here. Nice. Do you,
0: you follow any of that? you still into that, right?
3: I don't follow the scene nearly as much as I used to. Um, but, but you I, get into it. Yeah, I get into it. I skied once last year, which was awesome. I'm trying to slowly get back into it a little bit more. Um, but I pull my dad every once in a while, and he's got dual knee reconstruction. Not reconstruction, but knee. He's got new knees. They change his knees. Sure. Or, um, so. We
0: talked about it with uh, Raf last time he was on the podcast.
3: Yeah, so he still got like 50 rides last summer, which blew my mind when he told me that. Did I hear he got back to his PB on the slalom course or something? So he rides at 32 miles an hour instead of 34 now, which he's 59. So 59, two new knees, riding 32, getting 32 off, 35 off. I got mad respect for him. Thank you,
0: Ollie, for joining me again on the Golden Mike Podcast. Also, how about his dad getting 50 rides in this summer on replacement knees? Julian Derome has got to be some kind of superhuman. I got to tell you, I'm just glad he's on our side. The thing I love most about boat shows is the great mix of people that attend. You got your hotshot executive types, wholesome families, boat enthusiasts, fishermen, professional athletes looky-loos tire kickers and of course boat reps and that is exactly what my next guest is we've got nate reed from malibu boats making his first ever audio appearance here on this podcast i've known nate for a really long time great guy let's get to it
1: you a little nervous to be on the podcast You know, I was initially, but, you know, a lot of people that I like and respect listen to this podcast. So I'm glad I'm going to get the chance to, you know, spout what I want to say so that everybody can hear what I have to say. Hey,
0: what did you have to say right after I got done interviewing Ali like three minutes ago?
1: I told you that I was offended you'd never asked me to be on the podcast. And uh, now I'm kind of regretting asking or even saying that.
0: Hey, did you happen to hear the uh, Boulder Boats episode I did with Dan Lee and uh, Neil Wahlberg a couple weeks ago? I have not had a chance to listen to it. That is very unfortunate, but if I were to ask you why it would be important, um, I don't know, maybe to come see a boat show, Like, what is the importance of these boat shows for the consumers or for the wake fans or the ski fans out there?
1: Yeah, so at boat shows, you know, you're going to get to see all the new models for the very first time, which is super exciting, new features. You also have stuff like pro athletes, like Ollie DeRome here, and manufacturers really step up to the plate with smoking deals. What's your most interesting Chicago fact? I guess most recently, the most interesting Chicago fact, you guys have a really good kicker this year, is that the case? Like a, like a kicker for a ramp? No, for a for a football team.
0: Oh, don't even go. Come on, take it easy over there. All right, We're, this is a wakeboard. We're not talking football here, all right, brother? Hey, uh, your go-to um, like restaurants here in the city for anybody who might sh- uh, stop out in Chi-Town.
1: Well, you know, you have to get a hot, hot beef sandwich, a Chicago-style dog, pizza. I mean, there's just endless options here.
0: What about the boat show, any good boat show food?
1: Oh, man, boat show food. Stay away from the boat show food. It's it's the same at every convention center. It's
0: just not good, people. Nate, thanks a bunch, man. Thank you, Dano. Folks, be careful what you ask for because you just might get it. Nate had no idea that he'd be making his Golden Mike podcast debut that evening, but I'm happy he did. Our next guest, however, is no stranger to the Golden Mike podcast. You can hear him featured in episode 109. That's not too long ago. It was an evening with the stars out at Active up in Portland, Oregon. I'm talking, of course, about the freshly newlywed, Mr. Dylan Miller. I'm here with Mr. Dylan Miller. Congratulations, Dylan. What's
4: up, man? Not much. I am just, uh, just got into Chicago here uh, earlier this afternoon, and... I'm just here at the yeah the skipper Bud's booth hanging out and uh, promoting the heyday wake boats. Yeah,
0: I'm excited and uh, we chatted a little bit about heyday off of the uh, microphone uh, after the, the last time you were on my podcast Evening with the stars out in Portland uh, a couple of what was that two months ago already?
4: I think so yeah it was a while back but uh, yeah
0: time really flies. congratulations on getting married dude. Uh, tell me a little bit about that
4: uh, it was really good yeah, we just got married it was just uh, under a month ago. Um, we got married down in Florida, and, uh, yeah, everything's good. Married life is uh, good. Can't complain. Is
0: it, it? Has things gotten a little bit harder, or is, what's it like?
4: No, everything's been pretty much the same, I guess. Just uh, planning a honeymoon right now. We just booked our tickets to go to Hawaii for a week, so I'm pretty stoked on that. We're going to leave um, beginning of March. We're going to go for nine days. So
0: Very, very cool. Uh, what's going on here in the booth?
4: Uh, not much. We got uh, two of the new models. We got a WT surf and a Wt2 uh, dual console um, yeah and there's just a couple new features on the boats um, everything is pretty much the same as last year just with a couple extra things and uh, yeah it's been good there's a lot of interest in the boats a lot of people coming through here and interested about the unique look of the heyday boats and have a lot of questions so it's good
0: Have you been to Chicago before?
4: Um, I actually came up here um, last summer briefly for uh, to film my X games part. Um, but we never actually came into the city area. We were just in the outskirts of Chicago. So this is actually my first time like downtown. So,
0: What do you know about this place?
4: Nothing, really. I've just been asking questions of what I should do tonight or, or tomorrow night. I guess I'm a little tired. I had to get up really early this morning. But tomorrow, yeah, I think I'm going to – There's is it the – what tower is it that's downtown? There's the, the
0: Willis Tower, which used to be known as the Sears Tower.
4: Yeah, that one, yeah. So I think uh, I might go and gander up that thing and take a look at the city and – I don't know. Maybe eat some pizza. I guess that's not a good thing to do around here. So.
0: Yeah, the pizza is uh, is is unbelievable. Uh, you're going you're not gonna let Ollie drag you out tonight.
4: I don't know. Is that his
0: plan? Oh, it's that. Come on, we
4: come on. Come on now. Yeah, I'll, maybe I'll cruise out with him then. I'm sure we'll meet up at some point. Yeah.
0: How's the weather here in Chicago for you?
4: It's good. I, it's it's not not that bad. Florida was actually pretty chilly when I left. It was like in the mid 40s I think this morning when I left, and I was just in Canada in Saskatchewan for Christmas. So. It's still a lot warmer here than it was in Canada last or a couple weeks ago when I was in Canada. So,
0: any water time or anything like that?
4: Um, in Florida or sure. In Florida, yeah, I've been on the water lots. The last three days in a row, I've been riding at the cable park, and uh, I got on the water when I was back at home in Canada too. But it was uh, not in a liquid state; it was a solid state. I was just out ice fishing with my dad, but that was it though. So,
0: always a good time for some people. Not really for me. You see, I've been ice fishing before, and I've got to say, it's not my favorite thing in the world. Honestly, it's way too cold. There's a lot of equipment you have to know how to use, like rods and reels and fishing line and tip-ups. And honestly, the only tip-ups I'm interested in when it's that cold is tipping up my drink while I'm laying on a beach somewhere warm, preferably Florida. But different strokes for different folks, am I right? Right. My next guest is a true staple in the boat show scene, especially all over the Midwest. He is the legendary Rick Skinner. Rick has been involved in boating and the ski industry for 40 years. That's longer than most of you have been alive. He's been with HO and Hyperlite for over 33 years, and he's the local rep out of my home state of Illinois. So we've been friends for a long time, and prior to that, he was still a legend to me. And it's an honor to finally have him on the podcast, Midwest HO Hyperlight Rep, Rick Skinner. Mr. Rick Skinner. Rick, how you doing? Good, Dano. How are you, man? Oh, man. Always good. It's great
5: seeing you here at the show. Yeah, well, finally, like we're we're uh, rubbing elbows back in our stomping grounds, right? Totally. I mean, I not how many years we've been doing this? But Chicago Boat Show it brings back a lot of people, a lot of friends, a lot of a lot of connections, a lot of relationships. Have you guys been doing the boat show here in Chicago for thirty three years? We have. We have. Um, actually, I've been with HO Hyperlite for thirty three years, but I started before then. I was working for the retailer at Munson Marine, and I uh, was in high school. I think in nineteen eighty. So I think I got over 40 years being here, and I don't think I've missed one since then.
0: How has this show changed? Because this is a—I've been to a lot of shows, but this is—I've been here year after year. But, like, in in your eyes, how has this show changed?
5: Yeah, I mean, you know, technology has changed a lot. I mean, obviously, the boats have changed a lot. So it's dictated a lot of the product that we're selling today. Um, I mean, just materials, boots, bindings, uh, how we build product— you know, wake surfing wasn't around. Actually, when I started, it was just a ski company. We had we didn't have wakeboards back in uh, well 1986. So that came out in 1991. So it was just slalom skis and combo skis. So it's changed a lot. A lot of new categories.
0: What about like the buildings in general? Like I remember, I, it's got, I'm, I'm like in my mid-30s now, but I remember being a little kid and going to that old building like right by the lake and stuff. Now, I, mean, I know we've been coming here for a long time, but I mean, it's just so classic here, right?
5: Yeah, it is, you know. I mean, the, the old building, so there's like three or four convention centers now, the rooms. This is the largest one. This is a million square feet of display um, uh, booth space. And the old building, you know, we couldn't display as much. We couldn't have as big a booth that we have now. We couldn't display as much gear so when the cons- consumers come and see us we have an awful lot to show them
0: you know after the like the recession happened in uh, around you know 2007 2008 you saw a lot of the um you know as, as far as like the the brands um the the board brands and the ski brands kind of drop out from coming to the boat shows but ho and hyperlite year after year continue to come to this boat show um what is what's kept you guys coming back for so long
5: Well, we've been a company that we've tried to offer as much gear to uh, provide a lot of fun, uh, bring their families out to the boat. Uh, We've covered, you know, not only the hard goods, but we've got vests, bags, ropes, gloves, all the accessories to make selling uh, or or using our hard goods out on the water. And so even, you know, we've got 30 different styles of tubes now. And, I mean, there's just all different types of categories to increase that pleasure out on the water for consumers that, um, you know, people are really looking for right now.
0: Hey, uh, last question here. Do you have any like really good memorable moments over the years from the Chicago Boat Show?
5: Well, you know, I've almost every year we bring a pro in, at least uh, a wakeboarder or a slalom skier. And then this year, we the last couple of years we've had a uh, both. We've had a pro slalom skier and a wakeboarder. Um, boy, I tell you, we had Sean Murray here. We've had Rusty Melanowski here, uh, Chris Sullivan. I mean, we all of them have uh, their flair of, of um, humor. And I think the biggest thing is they like coming to Chicago because I take them to Gibson's for steak. <laughs> and I, I think they all like coming up here. The weather is terrible. It's uh, middle of the winter. and um, But... You know, those guys are just great. They're passionate about the sport. They help me sell a lot of gear. Uh, The consumers, the people that come to the show, get autographs from them. Uh, So they walk away uh, pretty connected to our sport. Uh, We've got a lot of knowledge here. I'm here. The, the, The salesmen that are here offer a lot of knowledge to the customers. So you really come here. You're entertained. And if you're looking for new gear, this is the place to come.
0: That's true. That is very, very true. Cold weather. Great food, man. Let me know
5: if you got some extra space for that Gibson's table later, all right? Yeah, exactly. Well, we love it. I mean, that's just, uh, that's how I draw these guys up here. I buy them a good steak, and then they don't forget that, and they always want to come back, so.
0: I think anybody, I think anybody would fly a few hundred miles to uh, get a Gibson steak. Hey, Rick, thanks a bunch, man. Thanks, Dano.
5: See
0: ya. Rick is honestly one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet, and hey, even though I didn't end up going out for a steak with the crew, I still must thank Rick and Hyperlite for their support of the podcast. As the sport of wakeboarding continues to evolve, Hyperlite is evolving their riding products right alongside it. Whether you're a free rider, ride contests, boat, or cable, Hyperlite provides you with the absolute highest quality equipment guaranteed to take your riding experience to that next level. Hyperlite and its team of dedicated shapers, riders, and manufacturers pour thousands and thousands of hours into researching and developing their products in order to stay at the forefront of our ever-changing sport. Head over to Hyperlite.com, that's H-Y-P-E-R-L-I-T-E.com to keep up with all their latest products, videos, and news. And when you're there, do yourself a favor and click on the shop local link and find a licensed Hyperlite dealer near you. You'll be stoked you did. Hyperlite, the past, present, and future of wakeboarding. Another dude at the Boat Show that's been repping the Hyperlite brand for a good majority of his career is the Bone Crusher. Rusty Malinowski. Rusty was a true game changer in the sport, and he was one of the first dudes to really popularize the whole fitness lifestyle. He inspired countless guys to incorporate a strict workout regimen into their wakeboarding preparation, and it paid off. Some of you remember that I had Rusty on during the early days of this podcast. He's a great supporter of the Mano, and it's always great to catch up with a good friend. So here he is, the Bone Crusher, back on the golden Mike podcast rusty Melanowski, bone crusher baby what's up brother
6: yeah. <laughs> this is a lot different because there's not a camera on us so it's like very it's real more real i feel like a
0: little easier right less uh less nerve-wracking
6: i wouldn't say less ner- i don't know you've got this thing all up in my face like what, what's going on i'm just trying
0: to make sure they can hear what you got to say if you got to say something what are you been up to russ
6: Man, it's been an awesome winter. Been doing a lot of boat shows. Obviously, I try to get to, well, with Rick Skinner, he requests me for this show pretty much every year. And uh, last year didn't work out, but this will be about my third or fourth time. And um, I enjoy this show because they move a lot of product, and uh, Blair's an awesome dude. So um, they support me, and they have lots of my product here. So I like to come and, um, you know, pay it back and help them move some stuff out of here. These guys have been amazing.
0: Um, th- this shop right here, uh, Skipper Buds, was known as like, uh, well, in the old days when I was a kid, it was the old Munson Marine. And Blair has been here uh, since I can ever remember, and they do such a great job and give back to the community. It's 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 really really cool.
6: Hey, You've been riding it all? Yeah, we've uh, we just got my new boat right at the end right before christmas so it was really cool actually my whole family uh both brothers mom and dad all the kids cousins um spent christmas with me in florida and uh we took my brand new uh x star out and we started at uh lake louisa and went through all the canals and went all the way to mini uh and went by the you know the Tiki bar and all that. It was a, a really cool uh, way to break the boat in. So my brothers were wake surfing, the kids were tubing, and I uh, took a quick set. Didn't do much because I didn't want to fall. It was a little bit chilly over Christmas. But um, yeah, Rathy's back in town, and we got some projects coming up. So um, look forward to getting back and the weather warming up a little bit and um, have a lot of really cool things on uh, in the future here that we're going to be working on. So not so much uh, really worried about any kind of competing just more um bigger projects that take more time but the end result will be really cool
0: well either way i think people want to see you whether whether it's in competition whether it's at a demo whether it's in a in a video can we ever expect to see you maybe back in competition or
6: yeah honestly there's like a lot of times where i'm like you know what this i could still easily do really really good and i know i could um minus there's a you know, the, the level of uh, some of the guys doing, like, the for sure two and some of them doing three different double flips, that's, that's just something I'm not going to be able to do consistently. Um, Physics-wise, I mean, I, I can do double flips. I've done them wake-to-wake, wake, but it takes, like, lots of tries, and um, it's just something that I don't feel like I could have dialed in.
0: No, I, I got to say this though, Russ, and I, I give you a lot of credit because I think you're the guy who kind of helped start the, the fitness trend that we're seeing. And a lot of these guys who are doing these double flips, I, I feel like they owe that to the fact that they're spending five or six days in the gym now.
6: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's something I, I definitely didn't think about anything long-term when I was, you know, back in the day when I would train really hard on and off the water, but. Um, I'm glad I did because you know I I just had my birthday a couple of weeks ago. I'm 35 now, and I truly can tell you that I feel like I'm in the best shape of my life, I, uh, physically fit, no no injuries at all, and I can you know get up every day, still hit the gym and ride, you know, two three times if if I have to. So um, early days of that training, you know, I didn't I wasn't thinking any more of any thinking about it any more than I was just doing it. But uh, looking back now, I'm sure glad that was my mentality. And, you know, I do see those young guys now. It's like not like, it's not like it once was. It's it's like get in the gym, get fit, get, you know, mobile or get your ass kicked. So it's cool to see these guys in shape and treating it like a professional sport because they're professional athletes, getting paid like a professional athlete. So they should turn up and, and, and act like that agreed my friend
0: for sure hey
6: and uh on the crossfit
0: side of things what's happening in that scene
6: uh same old same old just everyday training and um you're competing there too now right i mean i do compete whenever i haven't in i have i have not competed in a while just because two kids they're both into different sports obviously balancing that my wakeboarding career and um I don't know. I'm just having fun, man. I'm really taking it all in. Stuff I used to kind of take for granted and not really care about doing or whatnot. Now I enjoy it a lot more. So getting older and, uh, you know, enjoying my time with uh, people and getting out on the water and, you know, showing showing people that don't get much time on the water how great it really is. And how awesome is Rusty? I just want you guys to
0: know that Rusty is definitely a man of his word and he did Definitely stop by the CornFest booth after our interview. I even gave him a free CornFest t-shirt. He didn't even have to play Plinko for it. You know, normally you gotta win, but Rusty is the exception because I'm not trying to upset a physical specimen quite like him. Love you, Rusty. Sitting right next to Rusty was another notable figure in the water sports community. I'm referring to pro slalom skier and winner of the 2011 U.S. Masters, John Travers. All right, all right. I'm still hanging out over here in this Hyperlite HO booth, and I'm with JT, John Travers, professional slalom skier, a great ambassador for the sport, a guy who facilitates the world of water skiing to some of the best of the best, a guy whose family has trained and developed some of the best of the best of the best
7: of the best. John, what's up, brother? Hey, man, how's it going? Having fun out here, just chilling. Yeah, welcome back to Chicago. You like it here? It's a little cold for you. It is cold, but it's nice. Refreshing air, you know, a little drier than Florida, so it's nice. How many years have you been coming up to this boat show? I believe it's about four. Four years, and um, do you do a lot of boat shows
0: every year? I do about two to three a year for each show. And how, how does this Chicago boat show
7: um, com-
0: compare to like so many of these other like boat shows that you go to? Like, How does
7: it compare? Well, Skipper Buzz does a really great job with their booth, so it makes our job a lot easier. A lot of people here, a lot of guys that are willing to sacrifice the money now for when it's freezing out you know the lakes are frozen and they're coming in here and buying product like crazy so yeah it's it's a great show they do a really good job and it's just fun to be in chicago
0: hey how's your winter been down in florida is it i know i've only been down i was down for a couple of days in november a couple of days in december i haven't been down yet in january i know when i was there the weather was okay but you guys been skiing
7: yeah it's been really nice it's been pretty mild a little wet but other than that it's been really good pretty lucky the water is still you know you can get away with the light wetsuit or a top so it's it's definitely been a lot worse over the years and this year has been pretty nice to us so far who have you been skiing with i just ski at home with all the guys at the ski school um a lot of times i ski with will i ski a lot with will asher so it's just been this time of the year it's kind of our off season so we just like take it easy do a lot of off water stuff but we go on the water quite a bit still and it's a lot of fun how is everything going on
0: uh, going at, at HO and uh, what's up? What are some of the skis you're excited about? Yeah, HO
7: came out with a lot of new stuff in the last few years. We got the new Syndicate Alpha, that's great, and then we have Omnis, and came out with a new Hovercraft, and then uh, that's up my that's 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 in my wheelhouse right there, the Hovercraft. So what is this ski? The Hovercraft's just a super wide, easy get up ski that we kind of developed it for people trying to learn how to ski for the first time they just can possibly get away with two skis under that and then also it goes into the more extreme stuff with doing flips and tiktoks and it's just super stable super wide and a lot of fun to ride
0: dude i was working on tiktoks for a decade on just like my old ho mach one never or my or my conley craze i could never get
7: a tiktok first set on that uh, hovercraft i stuck a tiktok dude that's sick dude yeah it's super super stable so it's and it's really wide through the back so it supports you so it's a lot of fun when we had a little kid at the ski school that went out and the first attempt did a backflip behind a ski boat and i was like whoa this thing's this thing's sweet did you land it Yeah, he landed, it.
0: skied away. Very very cool. Hey, uh, one other thing I wanted to mention here is that you were a part of a huge video that went viral um, in the Toad Water Sports community. And believe it or not, people, it was not a wakeboard video or a wake skate or a wake surf video. It was a a water ski video that was filmed at your house. Talk a little bit about what that was.
7: Uh, Yeah, it was the FPV drone video that was really cool. That was done by... um Waterskiing.com. Yeah, waterskiing.com. Thank you. I was like, oh, I just brain dead. Um, yeah, so waterskiing.com came out and had a great idea to put FPV drones uh, and put them racing around us. And it was a lot of fun. It was kind of crazy seeing drones coming at you at 60, 70 miles an hour and then just like going vertical straight up in the air. And it was a lot, a lot of fun. Those guys are insane pilots that fly those things. And it was just something that we have never seen in our sport. And it was really fun. Where can people see that footage? Uh, Waterskiing.com, Facebook. Um, it's If you look up on Facebook under my name, you'll see it on there, too. How many views does that video get? I think it's got pretty
0: close to a million. Insane. You had an awesome event last year that you put on. It was a very, very unique event. What was it called, and what was it?
7: The event we put on last year was called the Travers Grand Prix. It was a combined uh, tournament with pro water skiing, with pro, uh, amateur water skiing, but also We had the pros and the amateurs on teams, and we went uh, water skiing, skeet shooting, and go-karting. And it was a huge team event. It was really good. A lot of people loved it, and we're going to have it this year, May 3rd and 4th, down at our site in Groveland, Florida. Very good. Hey, brother, if you need an announcer, you know who to call. Oh, yeah, buddy. Thanks, Dano.
0: John Travers, thanks a bunch. From the HO Hyperlite booth to the Mastercraft Boats booth, and from one classy guy to another, our next guest is none other than my good friend, Mark Ruck. Mark and I actually grew up water skiing together along with his older brother, Eric Ruck. We were all even roommates for a little while down in Orlando, Florida. So I think it's safe to say we have plenty of dirt on each other. But hopefully it doesn't come out today. But that, of course, my friends, is a whole nother podcast completely. Mark is currently a sales rep and a facilitator of fun at Chicago Mastercraft. One of the top dealers here in the midwest and honestly i couldn't be more proud of him in his golden mic audio debut it's been a long time coming folks please give it
8: up ladies
0: and gentlemen for mark ruck
8: mark what's up uh we're super excited to be here at the chicago boat show uh in the mastercraft booth working for mastercraft here for mastercraft boats of chicago uh, we're excited to be here.
0: So how are you enjoying the show, brother? How many years have you been coming here?
8: I've been coming to this boat show since I was a little kid. Uh, I've been working the show now for about five years uh, for Mastercraft, and uh, we love it down here. My brother's here. All the Ronix boys are here. We go out and have a good time. We work hard during the day, and we play hard at night. Maybe talk about some of the memories we have from when we were kids coming out to the boat show. Man, we had great memories uh, coming down here as children. We would come here, be super stoked on meeting professional wakeboarders, hanging out with all the riders, coming down here, playing on all the, on all the boats and uh, hanging out. It was definitely a little bit different back in the day, a couple more, you know, more pro shop orientated. There was, you know, people jumping on trampolines and hanging out with reps that we haven't seen in a long time. And that's what kind of got us, you know, fired up to, you know, get ready for summertime. Hey, so,
0: you know, you've been working in the dealership world for, for a long time, and obviously things have changed. Um, we've had our ups, we've had our downs, but here we are in 2018, 2019. Your role has changed uh, over the years, but uh, how do you see the industry doing in
8: the Midwest? Um, I think it's doing actually really well. Um, everything's kind of turning around. We're slinging boats. Everybody's doing, everybody's doing super good. Um, we're excited that uh, it's pretty busy, and uh, we're enjoying it. Mark Ruck, thanks a bunch, brother. Thanks, buddy.
0: It is always a trip down memory lane with Mark Ruck. And another person that gives me instant nostalgia is our next guest. He's Travis Robinson. Travis from Twin Lakes, Wisconsin, the place where I spent so many of my summers growing up and honing my skills on the water. He was an aquanaut just like me. He worked at the Lake Geneva board shop in high school. Unlike me, I was out of high school, but I worked there. Then he moved down to Orlando and he worked at the legendary performance ski and surf just like me. And now he's a sales rep for Ronix Wakeboards and Radar Water Skis, which brought him right back home to Wisconsin, where it all began. Full circle, Trav. Pretty amazing. Let's hear what he has to say. Travis Robinson. Travis, what's up?
9: Dano, how's it going? Good to be here.
0: Big ups to you and the crew for Radar Aronics for uh, coming out here and doing this. Um, it, it's so cool to see Pro Shops finally back here at the Chicago Boat Show. Uh, what was it that brought you guys back?
9: It's something we want to do for a while. I mean, we've, we're all from this area, all loco, and it's such a cool opportunity to come back. We finally got to team up with the boys at Mastercraft in the board shop and provide a really cool Pro Shop to bring back to
0: tell me a little bit about what's going on over here at the booth
9: so we've we've been doing some antics you know trying to make shows fun so we want it to be a cool experience not only allow people to kind of be involved in some process of talking to some athletes talk to some brand people but we're kind of kicking some field goals it's a touchy subject in Chicago right now we're trying to punt some balls through some uprights and throw it give some swag away Really good. Hey, how about
0: like board sales, wake surfers, wakeboards? How has it been for you guys? Because we're here day number three, but day one was a Wednesday, day two is a Thursday. It's Friday. We have two more days, but so
9: far, how has it been? So it's been good. I mean, in a world of online sales, it's so cool to actually interact with customers face to face. And, you know, everyone's in a world of wake surfing, but we're in the heart of the Midwest where it's towed water sports. It's show skiing. We all grew up doing it water skis, discs, it's cool to see more than just surfing. And wakeboard sales, I mean, it's coming back. Everyone's wake surfing like crazy, but wakeboards are truly making a good comeback and same with water skis as well.
0: Well, you just made a good point there. You said in this world of internet sales, but I don't know what it is, but over the last, like, I don't know, 18, 19, 20 months or so, the last year and a half, it seems like more and more people want to feel the boards in their hands again.
9: And absolutely. I mean, we provide an experience to try boots on, talk to the athletes, talk to people that build the product. And also people are starting to be a lot more conscious of where their money goes to and giving the local retailers that if it's come 4th of July and your board breaks, or you have an issue, you want to drive down the street to your local shop and they can make it right again.
0: So who is the local shop? Who are you working with up here?
9: So it is Jason Richling and the crew at the board shop, which is pretty cool because it's who I grew up working for. And Making a full circle comeback, so working with those guys out of Lake Geneva, so super close. So a lot of the customers here have either been there before or will now be future customers. Trav, good to see you, brother. Thanks a bunch. Absolutely. Thank you, Dano.
0: You heard it straight from Travis. Wakeboards and water skis are making a huge comeback. Luckily for you, Ronix Wakeboards has spent the past decade solidifying their dominance related to all things wake. With a team of living legends, current contest killers, and just overall professional fun havers combined with an ever-evolving line of -of top-of-the-line products for all levels of riders and enthusiasts, Ronix continues to raise the bar and deliver quality. Their social media is on fire and you can check it out at Ronix Wakeboards or online at ronixwake.com. You know, initially... I was only planning to do interviews on Friday night of the boat show, but I was having such a good time, I decided to double the fun and go for day number two. My next guest is another near and dear friend of mine, another former podcast guest of mine, in fact, a multiple-time guest here on the podcast. Uh, It's the one and only... Eric Ruck, good pal, Mr. Eric Ruck. It's your second day here at the show. My fourth day, Ruckster, How are you doing this afternoon? This this snowy Saturday afternoon.
10: I'm doing great, Dan. But this is my third day. I've been here since Thursday, my friend.
0: Oh yeah, I totally forgot about that. Hey, you've been getting into anything here in Shy uh, Town, the city?
10: Well, you know, we saw some uh, some real nice, authentic blues last night. You know, always good time uh, seeing some good music, eating some good food and uh you know hanging with the good people of chicago.
0: ruckster over the years you've come to the Chicago boat show. You you were here when it was in the old building over on Lake Michigan. Um, how's the ch- uh how's the show changed for for the better and and what are some of the differences you've seen and and maybe some old memories?
10: Um you know well obviously being in the the, the new building is nice. You got to keep it fresh and uh that's nice to see some good traffic and uh you know the the Midwest has always been a uh, a water sports mecca, so uh, you know it's good to see people getting pumped up for the summer. All right,
0: Ruckster, uh, what's going on over at the Ronix Radar booth? I know you're here for those guys. They've got your poster wake surfing up. You're getting photos. What's happening?
10: We're slinging. Uh, <laughs> we're slinging beer and drinking. Wait, we're slinging beer. Is that what I just said? <laughs> you said it. <laughs> Uh, Dan, what I meant to say is we're slinging gear and drinking beer. And that's a beautiful thing.
0: Hey, Ruxta, before I fully let you get out of here, man, uh, you and I have done quite a few boat shows. We've run around boat shows. Do you have any memorable boat show moments with me personally, possibly here in Chicago?
10: Well, I do remember this one time we were at the lodge and you pooped in your pants. That That can't be true. <laughs> yeah, no, it definitely happened.
0: I wouldn't say so. Maybe a gambler, Ruckster, but uh, hey, Ruck, uh, as far as it goes, always good to see you. Um, Hopefully, I'll see you tonight at Gibson if I get one of those invites from one of those guys. Uh, Have fun today, and I appreciate everything.
10: All right, Dan, take it easy.
0: Okay, I just want to clarify, I did not get an invitation to go to Gibson's that night, and I definitely did not soil myself at the lodge or at least I would never admit to it on my own podcast. Anyways, moving on, my next guest holds the distinction for being one of my most listened-to podcast episodes of 2018. I'm referring, of course, to Adam Winsink, the Midwest rep for Nautique Boats, He's a major figure in the boat show circuit. I can tell you personally, I've been doing boat shows for 12 years plus now, and I've seen him evolve from just a local rider out of Indiana to one of Nautique Boat's most valuable sales members. And if that wasn't enough, he was also a recipient of the coveted WSIA Salesperson of the Year Honor. Just a reminder, they don't just give that award to any Joe Schmo off the street, He's the real deal, people, and I'm happy to have him on. From Nautique Boats, the one and only Mr. Adam Wensink. Adam, what's up, brother? How you doing, Dano? Just kicking it here at the Chicago Boat Show. Uh, Great show. Kicking off the year. Is this your first one?
11: Yeah, first one of the season, man. It's been awesome. Good traffic. Got a lot of the right people coming through, and uh, people are spending money on toys, so it's all good.
0: Very, very good. Hey, I got to ask you, since uh, the last time we talked over the microphone, uh, that was in Detroit just about one year ago, your episode almost went viral. I'd say for for me it went viral it got like over a thousand downloads it was pretty awesome but uh, on your end what what happened after the podcast oh it was awesome man had a lot of people come up and say
11: they really enjoyed it and uh, it was one of their one of their favorite episodes so I appreciate the opportunity
0: and I'd love to do it again talk about what's going on here at the boat show what's new with you guys
11: Oh yeah, just showing off all the new 2019 product. We got a, we got all three G series models, the GS models, and the the brand new Ski Nautique, the carbon fiber one here in the Boathouse and the Wakeside Marine booth here at the Chicago show. So, just uh, blowing some minds with the new product, and it's it's uh,
0: well received right now. Very very good. And uh, as far as you go, I know uh, boat, see, uh, boat show season just kicking off here. Uh, what's on the agenda?
11: The next ten weekends uh, in a different city doing the boat show uh, thing, and then. Uh, spring we'll, we'll get ready for uh, wakeboard season we'll hit the road with the with the brand new G23 and uh, go get some butts and boats and have
0: some fun this summer how about you man i know i saw a handful of videos of you out there riding this summer you are looking good brother can we ever expect to see you back in competition form it's
11: been on the mind man i might have to uh, i might have to reemerge in uh, competition form maybe at nationals
0: or worlds this year all right very good hey adam always good to see you and uh, thanks for your time bro Thanks, Dana. We will definitely have to get Adam back on the podcast soon, but on to our next guest, Dan Miller, the vice president of sales for Supra Moomba. I've had the opportunity to work closely with him when I hosted the Supra Moomba Dealer Awards a while back, and the dude is top-notch. Dan's just another one of those people that has got the longevity in this industry. He's been with Supra Moomba since the mid-90s, and he's so knowledgeable about the business. Another plus, he's a former pro show skier too, so there you go. The one and only Mr. Dan Miller. Welcome to the podcast. How you doing, sir?
12: Fantastic. Thanks, Dan. I'm good to see you. Hey, what's happening over here inside the Supra Moomba booth? I was just talking to a couple guys earlier. This is the busiest show I've seen in several seasons at any boat show. So it's great to see uh, Chi-Town alive and kicking and uh, selling a lot of boats this weekend. What can we expect for 2019? Well, more, more in the Pro Tour, so we're, we're going to four different sites this year. I can't share those with you yet because they haven't been announced publicly, but we try to spread the Pro Tour around. Uh, it's the pinnacle event of the sport, uh, as we all know. So uh, I think you'll see the riders continue to push uh, the envelope on their riding and the tricks that they're doing. and. Uh, if you ever get a chance to, you've done it, uh, ride in the boat with those guys, it's just astounding what they're doing. So I think you'll continue to see more of that, and we'll continue to make the world's best wakes and, and the waves and uh, provide that for the riders. Hey,
0: Dan, now you're an old school uh, waterman kind of like myself. You, uh, you got your start in what,
12: show skiing? I was a show skier, skied in uh, Lake of the Ozarks, Missouri as a, as a college kid and used to teach ski lessons to make my way through college. Uh, went to Cypress Gardens after school and skied there for a little while. Uh, so yeah I came out of the show ski group and then became a rep in the water ski industry and uh, just worked my way into the boat segment. so
0: going back home on my lake I see tons of like uh, those what Supra comps and whatnot. but the boats have, have come a long way. Um, what are like some of your, your favorite new features of the Supras?
12: Well, certainly the, the new touchscreen dashes are really really cool. Uh, all the capability that's on there, uh, you can connect those up to a GoPro now, and you can view the GoPro and operate the GoPro from the dash. Uh, the electric power towers are standard in every Super now, so it's real easy for the users to fold them up and down. Uh, that's an awesome feature for somebody that's got a boat lift or puts a boat in storage or a garage. Uh, those are definitely a couple of my favorites.
0: All right, I'm a classic like, water ski guy. I love, I love classic boats. I love classic skis. What do you miss from the old days?
12: Um... I think I'd miss the the uh, being being that close to the water that you could reach out and touch it when you do a turn in the boats, reach over and grab a rope out of the water if you need to. Um, you know what's funny is the boats are significantly bigger now. We could take an old super comp and put it inside of our new S E, you know, four fifty and, and the boat would probably fit inside of it. But but the new boats handle almost like those old boats do and people can't believe that for a big big boat so i'd say i missed the handling but the the new boats handle amazingly well uh, are you getting out there skiing at all anymore oh yeah i've got a group of old farts we go every saturday morning it's the ofc the old farts club <laughs> go every saturday morning in tennessee So, are you skiing or are you wake surfing we do everything so we uh we wakeboard we wake surf we barefoot we slalom ski we air chair uh, my wife and boys gave me a slingshot foil for Christmas, so there's a new toy that's going to hit the water this, this spring. So we go, we go every Saturday morning for about four hours. Just a, a group, of, group of guys and a couple of gals that go with us, and we just tear it up.
0: Any exciting trends we should be looking out for uh, just overall throughout the industry as we move into the 2019 season?
12: Boy, there's been so much progression the last couple of years. It's it. There is some stuff in the pipelines. I can't share it with you, obviously. There's some new stuff coming down the pike. Maybe off the mic. Uh, maybe off the mic. We might be able to share that. Um, you know, the the new boats are so good. You know, what we what we built five years ago in Supra, we have a new Mumba Makai that's as nice as a premium level boat for any brand was five years ago. So the whole market's really progressed and will continue to. So, you know, things like fabrics in the boats where you, you can do a completely black interior that's not hot to the touch in 90 degree weather. I mean, that stuff's there's some technology coming in that's really making the boats um, not not only different from what's in the rest of the industry, but, but very user friendly in our industry.
0: All right, guys, Dan Miller, thanks a bunch.
12: Thank you, Dano. Good to see you.
0: Unfortunately, I did not get the inside scoop about the secret Supra Moombas 2019 plans off the mic this time, but as soon as they make them official, I'll be sure to share the news with all you all listening right here. Moving right along, our next guest is Ryan Sackstetter of S.C. Wake. I had the pleasure of meeting the entire Sackstetter clan many, many years ago, and I can say that they are all super cool, down-to-earth people. S.C. Wake is a certified CDEC fabricator, and they've been a part of the program since its very inception you guys know that Deck is a major supporter of this podcast, and SC Wake have supported all the major events that I've been putting on over the past few years, including backyard buoys and corn, and of course, Twin Lakes Corn Fest. Ryan, his bro Eric, their mom Karen, and the entire SC Wake crew, including my Wisco local fabricator and installer friends. Kicker and Jen mean so much to me, and I'm thrilled to be able to have them on the podcast. Crew from SC Wake, I'm looking for a little redemption right now. Ryan Sackstetter is here with me. I'm standing. Ryan, that's the first time I've ever said your last name without screwing it up.
2: How you doing, brother? Doing great. Doing great, man. Just here enjoying the show. A lot of great people here. Yeah, just spreading the C-Deck love, so...
0: Absolutely. Okay, dude, so I've got tons of listeners who all love CDAC and the one question I always get from people is, like, how the heck do I get this stuff in my boat? Um, SC Wake has been doing an awesome job, not just here in Illinois, but all over the Midwest. In fact, all over the U.S. Talk a little bit about what SC Wake is and what you guys do.
2: So yes, yeah, so like you mentioned, we're a CDEX certified fabricator. Um, gladly we'll be able to put you in touch with the local installer, our network of installers that we work with. Um, we also offer DIY kits where people reach out to us, we just need your year-making model of the boat. We have a, a whole library of files. We look that up, f- figure out what the price is, the cost is of your product, and p- pretty much to take it from there. So.
0: Okay, as far as like SC Wake, where do you guys cover? Who are your customers? Who should, who listening should be get getting in touch with you guys?
2: Obviously, we ship products all across the country. Um, we deal with pretty much almost probably everyone in all 50 states by now. So, but as far as our network of installers, we have people through the Midwest, down in the South. We uh, we even do a lot of work out in, uh, in the Arizona Lake Havasu area. i uh, been doing a ton of work out there, Lake Powell. So, essentially, if anyone that's interested in doing it, they reach out to us, go to scwake.com. Our phone number's on there. Give us a call. Uh, From that point, we can kind of turn you on to whether it's a local installer that can help you, or we'll go and help you from a distance. And basically, our goal is to to be able to get and facilitate SeaDeck to get into your boat the easiest way possible and as efficient as we possibly can.
0: All right. So, scwake.com. That's uh, s steve C Carr wake i think you guys understand that.com now let's get to the fun stuff we're here in chicago you been enjoying the city at all?
2: Oh, absolutely, uh, definitely. Uh, you get in these places and you, you feel like there's so, I mean, everything's connected down here, you know, as far as between the McCormick Place and the hotels, so easily you can uh, go hang out at the bar and feel like you're feeling pretty good about it, but then to get out and actually go out to the city and, and be able to go to a couple different local places, uh, check out some live music, uh, it was it's been a good, good, good trip so far, so.
0: You guys also have a ton of shows coming up this year, um, multiple cities every single week, Uh, Just name a few places where people can see you this year.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So right now I'm here uh, obviously in in, uh, Chicago. My brother's currently uh, down with our installers down in the Nashville show. we got Cincinnati coming up. Uh, We'll be in Detroit, Grand Rapids. Uh, I'm going to be in uh, in, uh, Indianapolis. Uh, we got down in Kentucky as far as Lexington, Louisville. We'll be going to the Utah show. Um, we're going to also be going uh, down to, obviously, Arizona. So we're kind of spread throughout. We got pretty much booked solid every weekend from, from now until the end of February. And then usually by the springtime, we start doing some of the outdoor shows out west. So,
0: Ryan Saxeter, do me a favor. Let your brother Eric know that I didn't screw up your name this time.
2: <laughs> hey, man, that's all appreciated. I know it's a long one, so always appreciate the love. Absolutely. Happy Boat Show, brother. Absolutely. Thanks. Well,
0: since we're already talking about CDEC, let's go the full 9 CDEC Marine Products is the industry leader in innovative flooring solutions, supplying the best boat builders in the world with comfortable, durable, non-skid flooring systems. CDEC uses UV-protected, non-absorbent foam featuring an innovative textured micro-dot surface for enhanced non-slip experience deck is available in a variety of sizes, thicknesses, and colors, and they have a worldwide network of certified installers ready to help you design a custom kit perfect for your boat. Check out www.cdeck.com for more information and order your free sample kit. Complete with 30 different color and texture samples. That website again is cdek.com. That's S E A D E K.com. For durability, comfort, and an incredible look and feel, your boat deserves CDAC. All right, our next guest is the brand manager of radar skis, Brooks Wilson. Brooks is an excellent slalom skier. Actually, both him and his brother, Casey are extremely talented. I always liked how they really respected the tradition of skiing, but they did things their own way. I like to credit both of them for bringing so many eyes to the sport and inspiring people to dip their toes in the water, literally. Brooks is a very serious skier at times, but he's also always having fun while he's doing it. Let's hear what Brooks has to say.
13: Brooks Wilson. Brooks, what's up? Danny, I'm happy to be here. I uh, just want you to know I've been inspired by you and the Golden Mic Podcast. I'm thinking about starting my own podcast called the The Bronze Mic Podcast. Uh, if anybody thinks that's a good idea, just leave some comments, suggestions. I'm not sure how podcasting works. So, um, yeah, if you got any tips, let me know. Uh, dude, I'm down to produce your podcast. I'm down. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah? My only thing is I'd call it the Wilson Brothers Podcast. Ooh, that's got a nice ring, the Wilson Bros. The Wilson Bros. I like that.
0: You can use that, broski. Oh,
13: thank you. Thank you, Danny. Hey, so what's going on here at the Boat Show
0: this weekend? What are you what are you up to? What
13: are you doing here all the way from Seattle? Yeah, you know, uh, Chicago. It's where it's happening. We, uh, we talked a long time about coming to this show and, and stoked we made it happen. Uh, come see these uh, fantastic people in Chicago Show them what uh, what Radar and Ronix is all about. Give them the love. Two brands, one love. That's what we say. So Radar Ronix is here to represent and uh, welcome to Shy City.
0: That's it. Hey, bro, you spent um, a long time as a traveling professional water ski athlete, and um, your your roles kind of changed within the industry. You're now brand manager for Radar Water Skis. When did when did you um, get that position, and, and what exactly does that mean?
13: Well, uh, yeah, and was skiing skiing professionally, coaching. Coaching a good bit, and um, in 2016, moved to Seattle, be brand manager of Radar, kind of oversee everything in that line from uh, production stuff, work with our product managers, all our, our big team, and uh, make the, the best water skis in the biz. So are you still skiing a bunch? I do. I just got back from Florida, did a little R&D trip down there, and came straight to Chicago, and yeah, ski as much as I can.
0: Hey, so um, ski-wise, like what are the trends these days? What are, what's popular? What's blown up?
13: Vapor. It's all about the vapor life.
0: Okay, but that's like a high-end, like, like that's the ski that some of the top skiers in the world are skiing. But like, what about someone like me? I'm like more intermediate, more mid-level skier. Like, what, like, what, what, what gets you excited about a
13: skier like me? Danny, that's a good point. Uh, Synits. So what we do is we take our vapor. That's that's what we get really excited about in my world. You know, me and Rossi and, and the team there uh, work really hard to create what we think is the best water ski in the business, and that translate really well to the common man through our, through our our ski called the Senate. We take our vapor shape, make it a little bit wider, uh, and it absolutely rips for, for everybody out there. We sell more of that ski um, than anything else because it works so well for so many people. A guy like you can hop on it, feel comfortable, carry speed really well. Uh, one thing I say over and over again is our skis carry constant speed. You know, they carry a rhythm, they carry a flow. Um, you know, much like yourself, Danny, known for your style, people that ski on Radar skis, they get just an inherited style by riding that ski.
0: How about somebody who's really not interested in like, say, slalom skiing, but they're just interested in fun-having? What do you
13: recommend? Oh, we're a bunch of fun-having spray makers over here at the Radar Nation. Uh, we got some fun toys for that. We got a 360 disc, we got a 50-50 surfer. Um, you know, we do some, some ripping and tearing and having some fun. You know, my favorite uh, My favorite new toy is definitely that 50-50 surfer, that foam top, plastic bottom surfer. Fun for the whole family, super affordable. Got to check that thing out. All right, ski talk finished. shytown town talk
0: commence. What have you been up to since you got here to the city? Because I know this is your first time actually getting to run
13: around Chicago. And What have you been up to? What's been fun? Well, we've been hitting the streets, seeing the... And by we, you mean? Oh, myself, Eric Ruck. You know, my friend Danny, he's been going back to his parents' house at night. Uh, hasn't that's been- me. Yeah, Danny, Danny, he's been uh, not hanging with the boys, but that's okay. We still love him. We crushed some Mick Ultras in the closet. Um, yeah, you know, Ruck from this city loves this city. You know, he's been trying to get us back in this boat show for a long time, and I always thought it was like, yeah, man, we got to sling some product. He was, really, he's just looking for an excuse to come to Chicago and hit those streets. So we went to the Lodge. Check that place out. You just eat peanuts. You throw the shells on the floor. Fantastic. My friend Danny has a great story, we'll save that for another time. Ruck sort of started talking about that when I was interviewing him. Oh yeah, we'll we'll just leave that for the imagination. You guys, you probably know what happened, right? You know Danny. Uh, You know, one of my favorite spots, Snickers. If you're ever in Chicago, you got to check out Snickers. Uh, But on a serious note, we went to uh, Kingston Mines last night, and I love some live music in Kingston Mines here in Chicago. Some good old blues music, some dancing. Uh, it was a, a really, really fun time. I definitely recommend checking out Kingston Mines. And uh, to cap cap the city life off, we're going to Gibson Steakhouse. World on tonight. Going to really do it big time. I love it. Brooks, so stoked you're out here and uh, appreciate everything
0: you do. Thanks for being on the podcast.
13: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, guys. Still have
0: no clue on what this lodge story is all about. Oh, well, it is probably nothing moving right along though our next guest is none other than matt munson it's safe to say that matt's parents kind of broke me into the business if you can believe it well when i was in high school they owned munson ski marine and i can't say they gave me my first job ever but it was my first ever industry job did you know i actually got my start cleaning boats and guess how long that lasted Not long. Long Long-time friend here, folks. This is Matt Munson. The shop that, well, arguably is where I got my career started. Munson Ski and Marine up in Volo, Illinois, just outside of Chicago, Route 12 and 120. Matt Munson. Matthew, my friend, how are you doing, sir?
14: Good. Daniel. what's going on? Glad to be here. Uh, Here at the boat show? How many years have you been coming to this boat show, dude? Man, I'm 34 now, and this is my 18th boat show, but I love it. 18th boat show working. 18th boat show working, but I've been since a kid.
0: Okay, so the Munson name is basically synonymous with the word world of toad water sports, and just boating here in the in the Midwest. In fact, you go on eBay and you can find old Munson marine water skis still for sale. How long has Munson been in the business?
14: My grandpa started the Legacy in 1958, and this has taken off ever since then. I'm third generation. I'll be here for the next 30 years, so we're gonna keep this fun going.
0: Okay, so like Toad Water Sports, water skiing has always been kind of a staple at Munson. I remember, you know, when you, when you guys were at the old shop um, and then you guys built the new shop. But you guys were always, Munson was the spot to go for the top gear year after year. Um, and you guys still continue to, to help um, to push the sport and whatnot. But what is it about uh, Toad Water Sports, water skiing and wakeboarding that keeps you as, um, as a family and as a brand excited?
14: It's just the most fun to do behind, behind the boat. Um, that's what I did as a kid growing up. Uh, I skied nuts with you, Dano, and we just we had a ton of fun behind the boat, so that's one of our main focus, and we like to keep that fun and push it to the customers behind the boat and make sure everybody's having a great time.
0: And your partnership with Malibu Boats, I mean, I know it must have started uh, in the mid-90s. Um, anything special or new coming up with those guys?
14: Yeah, we've been with Malibu for 94, so we've been with them for the long haul. They're the number one boat out there, one of the best brands, uh, great partners to work with. Uh, the biggest thing that we have going with them right now, we're actually building a new showroom uh, right next to our other facility to put Malibu and Axis over there and kind of rebrand it and bring it back up to what we think it should be. But we're pumped, we're excited. So if you're on the area, stop and check us out.
0: I got to give you credit, you and your crew have to be the best looking crew, uh, best dressed here at the boat show. Uh, tell me what you're wearing.
14: Uh, we got a uh, Marmont quarter zip up top and then we got the matching scion blue jeans down below to match the new logo. We are definitely making a presence.
0: Okay, where, the, the the color, where did you guys come up with this?
14: We, uh, when my brother was designing the new logo, we wanted to really talk about and try to push the water, the surf wave and that type of stuff so The logo was based around the watercolor, and we said, hey, we want to get this logo out there. We're going to rock it with the same color pants this year.
0: I love it, Matt. You guys are doing awesome over here. Uh, Thanks for, for all you do for the community here in the Midwest, and keep up the good work, brother. Happy Boat Show.
14: Awesome, Daniel. Same to you.
0: All those folks are still involved in the business. Matt is the main man over at Munson Ski. That business is a very special place in my heart, and I'm glad that it's in good hands. My final interview... Of This boat show cast was with Chris Sullivan, and I wouldn't have it any other way. Sully is currently the business development manager at Mastercraft Boats, and it's the perfect fit. In the world of three-event water skiing, sometimes the athletes are so focused on their skiing performance that the big picture can often fall by the wayside. Sully has never let that affect him. He's always made it his goal to get more people involved in the sport to make it more accessible, and to get people skiing. He's the one that taught me that there's more to being a good skier than just being a good skier. Here he is, folks, Sully, Chris Sullivan. Legend, Chris Sullivan, folks, from Mastercraft Boats, former brand manager of Radar Skis. Sully,
15: what are you doing now? Hey, man, I'm uh, still in Seattle, living in the great northwest and managing... uh the territory for MasterCraft. I have all of Western Canada, BC to Manitoba, and basically the Pacific to where we're standing in Chicago is my furthest east. So uh, lots of happy people in MasterCrafts in the last two and a half years since I've been doing this. Did you and I used to talk on the phone like what once
0: a week or something like that back when I was at Performance?
15: Oh man, it was so much fun. Those are really, really happy days for me when you were there and we're having those those good vibe talks and you know, the goal has always been to, to take our platform and try to do something better for everybody, right? Anybody that's behind the boat doing anything is important. And uh, I think that you and I feel the same that way or think the same way. Anything that we can do to make a better experience for somebody, I'm all in.
0: You know, for years you'd see MasterCraft at, like, the biggest three-event uh, contest in the world. And obviously things have changed. And you go to a three-event contest and it's not – it just isn't not it isn't what it used to be as far as, like, spectator-wise – When it when it comes down to it, the the um, the abilities of the athletes is is bigger and better than ever. Um, But as far as like Mastercraft the brand goes, it looks like you guys um, have it really dialed on what you guys um, you know want to represent or kind of like sponsor event wise. And it was a couple of years ago you were a bit a part of that big. World record, Guinness record with uh, Freddy Krueger, and then also uh, really instrumental in helping wakeboarding get back into the X Games. You know what's next with Mastercraft?
15: Well, to back up, I you know we're the core of the sport and that small little spot that we all started from for both ski and wake is so fundamental and so important to Mastercraft that the Pro Star and the X-Star, we call them our halo brands. That That is what everything else is built off of is that technology and making sure that whether it's Freddy Krueger going over 300 feet or, uh, you know, the boys Steel and Rusty and Harley and those guys doing w- whatever it is that, you know, that they want to do behind big wakes. We're We're all in to make the performance good on that. And it's almost like Ferrari having an F1 team. If we know that we can dial that part, then what we're delivering to the consumer is gonna have the the best experience and the highest level of of, uh, performance. But where we stand is still very much in the middle of that. We're we're pulling more tournaments than any other competition brand right now. The ProStar, the current one that we released in 2014, is still gaining momentum. We sell more and more every year that boat I think that you're gonna just continue to see that. And we we that is our route. I mean we started in nineteen sixty eight with one ski boat specifically and and we will always have that boat in the line and always be very important to what we do, no different than having an X star and that being so iconic for, for that part of our world. So we're we're not going anywhere and we'll continue to support it. And I just had a conversation with the Purdue ski team. Shout out to the Boilermakers. They're hosting the the collegiate all stars in the spring and May. And yeah, of course, that's something we want to be a part of. Especially these kids that are just trying to do something good for the sport. As I said, that's where you and I come from. And you know, if they want to help and they want to do that something good, then we're going to be there and we'll stand side by side and help them do something really cool.
0: Well, I think that's again where you where you and I have some major similarities. And over the years, it was always about gaining the exposure for the sport. And we're both just toad water sports enthusiasts at the end of the day, and I don't care if you're tubing or if you're kneeboarding or if you're skiing or if you're wakeboarding. To me, it's just all about getting out there and having a good time. With that being said, are you still getting out there and having a good time?
15: Well, I probably tell the stories. It's a fish story for me these days. I, I, I'm not as much as I should, but I just promised Brooks that we'd ski a lot more this spring. I've got my old 84 Stars and Stripes. It's all tuned up, and we're, we're going to start free skiing, some on Lake Sammamish, but... Back to where we come from. This is like coming to a show like this in Chicago and meeting all these families, that it's such an important part of their life. Sharing my stories and the reason I'm standing here on this carpet, in this booth, in this show in Chicago, you know, thousands of miles from home, is because it's how I grew up and it's what my dad gave to me in my childhood. And you know, now it's my livelihood, and I'm just happy to share those stories and love to see the stoke of these families with these little kids, and they're just learning to ride or surf or whatever it may be. And, To share that and to high-five the the Groms and let them know that it's going to be a good life. they got good parents and they're being given a great gift is is really a pleasure.
0: This is an all-star crew that we have at the Boat Show this year, and I know that uh, the show is fun, but the shenanigans um, and the nightlife sometimes are the best part of these. You've been getting out and out with the boys?
15: I uh, I took it a little easy last night. We went to a, a, a whiskey and ribs place last night that had more ribs than whiskey, so it started out a little bit light, but I know we're going to get a good steak tonight, and it's Saturday night in Chicago, so you never know what happens.
0: Very good. Chris Sullivan, Sully, thanks a bunch, dude.
15: My pleasure, man. Anytime. Love it.
0: Well, my goal with this episode was to give you guys a true boat show experience, well, minus the convention center food. We went booth to booth and talked to some of the most fascinating folks in the boating and towed water sports industry and hope you guys all learned something. I personally love boat show season. I'll actually be attending the Milwaukee Boat Show this Saturday, January 19th and Sunday, January 20th at the Wisconsin State Fair Park. I do hope to see some of you out there. After that, I'll be closing out February in Steamboat Springs, Colorado at the WSIA Summit. Maybe squeezing some events inside there. I am beyond thrilled to presenting this year's Larry Medoc Award, though, to its deserving winner. Then I'll be back in America's Dairyland at the Wisconsin Think Tank Show and Water Ski Convention in early March I'll be there promoting Twin Lakes Corn Fest, plus I'll be recording a live episode of the Golden Mike podcast on site with special guest Tony Klarich and more, so please be on the lookout for that. Thank you all for listening, and an enormous thank you to the sponsors of this podcast for their continued support Thanks to Seadeck Marine Products, Boulder Boats, Footin.com, Waterskiing.com, WSIA, Roswell Marine, O'Brien, Leadwake, Conley, Ronix, Hyperlite, and GoPuck. Behind the scenes, a special thanks to Jenna Carruth on the web, Arthur Sha, I'm not even going to try here, and Jane leaving in the office. And the one and only Richie Rich Walsh on the audio. That's it. That's all for me, folks. I appreciate y'all for tuning in and listening. As always, I am the noise of the North, Dan O'LeMano. And you can hear me next time, once again, right here on the Golden Mike Podcast.